Show. Uh, it's 704, it's February the 4th. What's the moon phase today? Why are you asking me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got, uh, <laughs> we got, I'm sitting in the uh, studio with uh, some friends of mine. I got uh, 
Kule Paris is with you. Aloha, Aloha Kohala. Miss you guys. And uh, we're here with uh, also another friend, Sally Kaneshiro. Long time no see. How's everything going? She's just sitting in support, yeah? Yeah. And our guest. Shinomo Radio. Uh, oh, you don't have a radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, I don't have a radio either. Yeah. But uh, you can go on your computer. Shinomo Computer. So she's here to you get live it in Halava, right right? live. They have electricity. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> it was uh, that far out. Well, we take donations of radios. <laughs> um, anyway, and we have our guest tonight, yes. uh, Dr. Gloria Jackson. Aloha. Ah. Aloha, Kohala. Yeah, thank you very much for coming in. And how did this all come about, Kule? Well, all because of Sally. That's why Sally's oh, really? here. Yeah, she told me about Dr. Jackson when Dr. Jackson first moved here. And my experience with naturopathic doctors before, I was like, wow, excited that Kohala's going to have somebody here. You know, so I said, sure, I'll, I'll meet her and talk story with her. Oh. And that's what we did. Okay, I know my son, uh, he had uh, really, not, I don't know, chronic, but he had uh, asthma. Hmm. Really, really bad. Had past tense. Yeah, uh, we would take him. Yeah, since he was little. Got it. And we'd take him to the doctors, and then, you know, give him this, this, and that. So then we took him to a naturopathic uh, doctor, mm -hmm. and you know that seemed to help. Good. But that asthma of his um, just persisted, and until high school age, mm -hmm. and so one day he had read something about uh, aloe. And so he went on the yard, which, you know, it grows like a weed mm -hmm. in, our, in our yards here in Hawaii. And he got one of those, what do you call it, stems? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he cut it in half. And then he just put the one half against his teeth, and he just scraped the entire contents. And he said after that he never had a... Probably with asthma. Yeah, Laola Paal, yeah. very good. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. why I like I like Laola Paal. I like yeah. any natural so medicine. Th yeah, he tells me the story, and uh, as he said, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Oh, oh, it's, it oh, is terrible, oh, straight out of the leaf like that. Yeah, terrible. But anyway, we've had uh, Laola Paal on the, on the yeah. station, and mm -hmm. we've had people that uh, the, uh, work with essential oils. Lovely. And I'm, I'm really uh, happy that you're here with us. Uh, and looking forward to hear your story. Great. I'm happy to be here. So what brings you to Kohala? Well, um, years ago I fell in love with Hawaii. Uh, and in 1998, when I first came uh, to the islands and could actually spend time here, I'd been to a couple of the islands before that time for musical ventures that uh, I was also involved in. Came uh, back. As a musician? or Yes, I'm oh. a, a singer-songwriter vocalist. Oh as well, and we something new to um, <laughs> reggae, right. funk, wow. rhythm and blues. Oh, wow. rhythm, that's my yeah. I like rhythm and blues. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, right on. Oh, yeah. So I, I, we were over on Maui for this musical thing, and I certainly was interested then. But then I came back to Oahu, and a friend of mine, a doctor friend of mine, psychiatrist, child psychiatrist, had us stay there for like eight weeks. So while I was there for the two months that I was, I absolutely fell in love with the place and the people. And I knew I wanted to come back. However, we all know 
that there's a timing in mm -hmm. coming to these islands. So until I always looked at it as if my basket was not full when I wanted to come. So until my basket got full, which, is it, which it is now, I couldn't come. Um, so I was finally allowed and invited, uh, I say, by Pele and others to come in in uh, this past June, June of 20, 2020. I finally got here. So I came, what I did was I came from Virginia here and uh, that, well, that's a whole rabbit hole story right there, but I came, it's <laughs> yes, in various ways, emotionally as well as oh, uh, really? weather. Oh, yeah. I was stationed at Fort Delver. Really? Oh, yeah. right I up the road. I remember standing guard duty, and it was, my nose was running, it was freezing mm -hmm. as it dripped out of my jacket. Oh, yeah. That's how cold it was, and I was just going... What am I doing? <laughs> I know. But yeah. Anyway, I but hear it was you. nice countryside. Lot of it's beautiful. Trees. Yeah, it's beautiful to place. look at. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it is. Yeah. It is certainly uh, people of color. There's depending upon where you are. There's a bit of attitude uh, that you might want to deal uh, with. You know, I was on the base. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't run into it much, no, except no. for your co-veterans. Ah yeah, uh, they were. You know, we're all. We're all in the same boat anyway. Okay. So they hated being where we were. Dr. Jackson, <laughs> you, so you were born where? R I was born in Wisconsin, which I was going to talk about, talking about uh, your nose running because it's chilly. There, it actually froze. The mucus froze in your nose. Oh. It didn't come out. It was that cold. When you went to inhale, boop, you had little icicles uh, in your nose. So that's how cold it was. And it would, it would snow by the feet, not by the inch there and so I've had enough snow and cold and all of that uh, when I decided to come um, I came in June in January of last year I spent two months literally going from parts of the island to parts of the island to parts of the island um, and that's where I I met Sally uh, sitting over at Pamukkai and I came in one time and there she was sitting there and we just struck Pumakais. up a conversation and just started Pum talking and laughing Pumakais. yeah Pumakai yeah. okay got it um, and uh, so I met my, my PR specialist, which she has been uh, since I've been here there uh, then. But I loved the energy here. You know, I'd kind of gone to different parts of the island. This one uh, was very inviting. And I like the climate and I love the people and, and I like the beauty. And so this looked like the place for me to land. And so here I am here in Kohala and hoping to embrace it as my home. We'll see. Because oh. I'm having to move from the Airbnb that I've been in. So yes. I've got to go now. So now we're looking around for places to be. I say we because I run a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So I speak in plural for the Foundation for the Healing Arts as well as myself. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got here. All the way from? Virginia. Virginia. 10,000 miles away. Really? Is that where you was practicing mm -hmm. medical? Yeah, even though, you know, I don't technically practice because what I do is very different. I'm a medical doctor by training. However, uh, I realized in that training that there were certain things that really didn't sit well with me. So um, initially, I was trained in um, general medicine and then in psychiatry. 
And since there was no mind-body connection then, I decided to go into psychiatry thinking I would find it. No, it wasn't there. So eventually I left uh, the, the training program and went out on my own and started learning more about natural therapies and how they could favorably impact the body. I was not crazy about the medication uh, med cookbook, we called it. Right. You know, when you have a diagnosis, pull out the cookbook, turn to page 49, right, and then right. give the person that thing. I was not into that. Much more into energy, um, healing, diet, nutrition, sleep, you know, love, the things that really uh, impact our lives in a much more right. favorable way. Wow, awesome. You did say you were when you were you you were sharing some things about when you were uh, training in the medical field. Yes. And you didn't agree with stuff, and you was running into problems there. Yes. Yeah, I I I think I was actually one of the problems there because of my <laughs> <laughs> because Disapproval. of the very different way that right. I thought about things. You know, even um, when I got to medical school, uh, in the first <clears throat> month. I started asking, well, when are we going to learn nutrition, and when are we going to learn about energy, and when are we going to learn about the uh, auric field and the chakras and things like that, our ancestors' spirituality, <laughs> and oh, they thought oh, I was oh. absolutely out to lunch oh, with all definitely. that stuff. Right. So I clearly <laughs> knew school. I was Wrong not school. in the right arena, so I had to change arenas, mm -hmm. you know, so that's what I did. And you shared mm -hmm. about your background with your... Um, some of your family that was into the natural healing. Yes, yes. My grandmother, uh, who was really the, the point that assisted me in understanding that I wanted to be a doctor when I was six, um, we would go down to my grandmother's house, and uh, I had a cold one day and a little sniffle. And she went. She had this room that she went in, and there was a curtain. She pulled back the curtain. She'd go in the room, close the curtain. You'd hear her tinkering around with <laughs> bottles and stuff. She'd come out with this terrible taste and stuff, and tell us to drink it. And and in a, like 10, 15 minutes, you'd feel better. So I'm like, I want to be a doctor. Oh. Lack of exposure. I thought that is what a doctor does. Yeah, no, that's really more no. of what a you know a, apothecary or a biochemist or something like a pharmacist does but not really a doctor, more of a naturopathic thing. Right, so right. I was a little uh, misdirected in the beginning. However, there's a reason for all things. And since we know that a big part of who we are is a spirit and a body, I knew that I was, eventually I knew I was being directed. And I was being directed to go on through, put the blinders on, forget about any other career path, only going to be a medical doctor. Many people along the way tried to discourage me. Oh, little black girl, you really don't want to do that. You want to be a nurse. Yeah. And I said, no, I want to be a doctor. And I kept going. Um, but I think the, the beauty and the logic and the, um, the clear uh, positive impact behind that was that uh, I am a medical doctor and I'm bringing the validity of the MD to the natural therapeutic arts, right. the natural healing arts, as we call them. Right. Mm -hmm. Could you uh, give us an idea, like, uh, differences in the, in the field of naturopathic and a regular MD? Well, a naturopathic doctor, a naturopath, is trained yeah. in a, a slightly different way. They are actually trained, in my opinion, more holistically. You know, they actually get nutrition, and they look at energy and the things that would otherwise be uh, areas that I would be interested in, they are trained in. And even more uh, broadly, the osteopathic doctor, the doctor of osteopathy, the mm -hmm. DO, is actually also more wholly trained. The medical doctor is basically on a, a one-lane highway uh, looking at 
the, the emphasis behind diagnosis and treatment. Treatment primarily from the perspective of medication, mm. whereas the other docs, the naturopathic doc and the doctor of osteopathy, they've been trained in other natural things. So they will actually look at natural, other natural therapies. They might refer you to an acupuncturist or refer you to a massage therapist or refer you to a body worker, whereas the traditional MD would medication. not. That's exactly right. Basically, give you a drug, and yeah. if you come back and it's still going on, give you another drug so, or, or increase, else, so. increase the amount of that drug, yeah. right. And it was a drug therapy, and the emphasis of the drug therapy that I knew I did not want to go down that road. We're taught, you know, do no harm. And yet I saw that there was an appreciable amount of harm coming from the, the taking of the different medications. So I didn't want to continue to pour on to that. So this is uh, another, it's an alternative. It is, you know, and, and, and so we, we talk about that term because alternative sometimes means that it's less valid than the other thing That's over true. there. Yeah. And so it has gone through, you know, the, the healing arts has gone through this whole terminology change. In the very beginning, we would consider holistic, and then went, we didn't know if it was spelled with a W. Initially, it was spelled with a W, W-H, holistic. Then it went to H, holistic. Yeah. Then, it w- then it went to it's alternative, like- you know, and was, then it went to complementary, <laughs> and then it went to integrative. Oh so right now goodness. we're kind of at integrated. integrated. You have to excuse me at times. So, uh, right. My mind just clicks. You know. I, know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, oh, 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 yeah, we started with global warming. Now it's climate change. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it, changes it changes as we it go. Changes. It changes. It does. The go. terminology changes. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's uh, inaccurate or anyway, but it, you know, it does change. <laughs> it does. Um, it's questionable. That's what it is. <laughs> you mentioned uh, a deal, and... I was wondering if I could share a story. I don't yeah. know if this oh, is please. relevant to this. But he was uh, a DO, and you know he had, that was his training. Yes. And I was coaching his daughter swimming, and one day I'm hobbling around. I was a senior lifeguard at the pool, and I'm hobbling around, and he goes, Jeff, what's the matter? Ah, my knee. i got to get an operation. You know, they got to mm-hmm. get a, what do you call, a replacement, a knee mm-hmm. replacement. And it was really painful. And he said, can I take a look at it? But at that time, he was in a deal. He was doing something else. He, he went off on a different path, mm-hmm. like you. And he says, uh, sit down. And we went into my office, closed the door, and he sat down. And uh, he didn't touch me at all. And he just put uh, his two hands and just surrounded my knee. And he just mm-hmm. moved it around. And I'm thinking, oh, what is this hippie stuff? <laughs> <laughs> he's a healer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's moving it around, you know, and he's going, oh. There it is. Oh, mm-hmm. this is an old injury. He's talking to me. And I'm going, come on. <laughs> is this for real or what? And he goes, and he, I don't know. We sit there for about five minutes at least. Mm-hmm. And then he says, okay, Jeff, why don't you stand up and walk on it? And for three years, my knee didn't, wasn't painful. Oh. And it just blew my mind. Oh, yeah. And he goes and he uh he, he teaches people how to do this. That's he, a healer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, I said, what is it? He says, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. He had a name for it, but I've, I've yeah. forgotten. But God-given yeah. anyway. gift. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So these are healers. That's right. That's yeah. a healer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, and maybe fortunately for some, a lot of MDs consider themselves healers. <laughs> uh, I'm different uh, in that regard. I, I, I consider myself a healer. Uh, however, uh, so traditional how would you, how would you uh, define a healer? 
Well, a healer is that person that you just described. Um, a healer, in my opinion, is a, it's part of what we do is a gift. Um, and we have to recognize that gift. The gentleman that you were with was clearly an energy healer. He used energy. He used his sense of, of feeling in his hands and running something from above his head through his body to you, and that's a healer. We're connected in different ways, and there are different of us that have different kinds of talents and abilities. Uh, mine is more I'm able to see um, into uh, people's bodies sometimes. I'm able to pick up energy that is off in their bodies. I'm able to visit with their ancestors that come in the door um, when they come to see me, not necessarily always in the body they're coming, but I'm aware of them. Um, different things. We are all kind of tuned up in different ways, which is why it takes a village of healers, not just one or two, because right. we're all different in what we know what to do. If I was... Uh if I didn't have uh, a certain background, and I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you, I'd go, just like with this guy, going, what is this hippie stuff? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, but uh, I remember, I, I call him a healer, one of our Lapa'au people. Yes. And I remember somebody went in, and he was injured. And he was treating him, you know, like, oh. And then he said, <coughs> do you have problems with a woman? <laughs> and I'm just going, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the injury, he said, wasn't just physical. Right. He says, you're having problems with a woman, right? And the guy goes, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. So That's I understand what you're saying. Yes, and yeah. there, again, is also you're pointing out the healer because we pay attention to mind, body, spirit, not just mind, the body. Mind, body, spirit. Mind, body, spirit. We're looking at all of them. You know, because all of them manifest to produce things in this physical form. You know, this is really just here to show us more about ourselves. Uh, thereby, and, and the body is used as a tool to teach us more about what's going on in our minds and also our affiliation with higher intelligence and all that there is, the Creator. If I may add, uh, say, too, that Kohala had their very own healer, and we still have some, but uh, Papa Hawaii, mm. I went to him one time. You know, and, and the, he did that very thing. He mm -hmm. would just feel mm -hmm. around in your body. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And he could tell what area, and then he could prescribe what you needed. Exactly. You know, so he, I, I, I hear you. When, and and yes. a lot of them do that. They have those gifts. Yes. They and have he a did. gift. It's a gift. Yeah. Yes. Right. And right. also, because it's a gift, they're not always medically trained. Or, you know, mm -hmm. you, you could run into an engineer or somebody that worked at a gas station, and they would be a healer. So that would be something that is passed through, forward, from their ancestors, passed through their DNA, you know, over a period of time. Yeah, he had that gift, but he still had the training mm -hmm. of la'ala pa'ao medicine from his tutus. That's so lovely. Yeah. So that he, gift that was, was passed down. Yay. So yeah. he knew what to prescribe exactly. you know, with the la'ala pa'ao. So I, I was just so fascinated and amazed yes. with that because I had these people in my family. And that's what I sought yes. mostly to yeah, get help too. with. Now, my grandmother, and I, I started speaking with you about that. She was the, yeah. she was the initial mentor that really uh, directed me down the, the healing path. However, it was her mother, my, my great-grandmother, that was actually trained. And she was a, she was a um, 
I'm blocking on the term, but she used her medicine, we call him root worker. Um, that was one thing that it was called uh, in the South, root worker, because she would go and pull roots, and then she would cook them and fix them and then give them to people. Midwife, that's the yeah, term I was yeah. looking for. She was a mid midwife root worker, wow. and so she was much more familiar uh, with the terms, with the herbs, with all of that than my grandmother. Wow. wow. I'm getting a feeling that as you're speaking, of, and what's going through my head is, this this is ancestral knowledge. Yes, that absolutely. Is, I don't know. Being revealed. Absolutely, that some to, of us to, listen to, to more to some, than others. Yeah, to someone like you, mm-hmm. and it's not so much uh, prescribing chemicals. That's or, exactly right. But like holistically. That's exactly examining right. mind, body, and spirit. Yes. That's and the spirit is that's healing. Yes, that's healing. Yes. Yeah. All right. It is. And there's a very big difference. If I were to go in, if I came in with a stethoscope around my neck yeah. and started talking to you about the ancestors that came with you through the door, you can see how that would be like a conflict, a little yeah. conflict. <laughs> I, th- I would think it would be unusual. It would be. Or should it be unusual? It was, there was a while back, not too long ago, where a very conventional friend of mine uh, who practices family medicine, and she happens to be an integrative medical doc. So you would think when you hear that term integration, you would think, oh, I might hear something about spirituality or nutrition right, or right. something like that. She brought me into her office, and she wanted me to see uh, one of her patients. And immediately when I came through the door and she introduced me as Dr. Jackson, of course, her colleague, and I came in, and the first thing I did was put my hands up because I wanted to sense this person, you know, what's going on and where is the heat coming from and this what's is, out. Uh, patient, this is her patient, her right, patient, right, her patient. So, but this patient, when she, when I went over to her and I just started not putting my hands mm-hmm, on her, mm-hmm. but putting my hands near her mm-hmm. and feeling her energy, she sat back and she smiled. She was very familiar uh, with what I was doing, you know, oh, and this yeah. is the South, so you never know, <laughs> you know, who you're going to run into right. and how. But there are all kinds of folks from Appalachia, you know, who definitely were into healing in various ways. Um, black folks, of course, we have been into healing uh, in all different ways. So she was actually pleased to have me there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, something interesting happened to me. This <laughs> <laughs> yes, and real man, going off. Tell us uh, about it. <laughs> But I went to the doctor. I had a cyst removed from my neck, and I had to take the stitches out. And this woman, about 28 years old, walked in, and she had a red high. She had red high heels, mm. uh, a black leather pants, a Chinese red jacket. Beautiful woman. And I wondered, who is this? You mm-hmm. know, it says, "Well, I want to take your stitches out." Oh. She's the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the doctor, right? <laughs> or the nurse. I, I mean, I didn't see no stethoscope or white jacket or anything. And I was going, wow. <laughs> wow. She Times had have pumps. changed. <laughs> Red pumps instead, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I was just like, so when, when you put your hands up to feel, what were you feeling mm-hmm. for? Energy. Energy. I was feeling energy um, and also feeling for heat. heat. Uh, when we have things that are stagnant or things that are definitely uh, pathological inside. Oh, yeah. Anybody can. Yeah. You just have to train you have yourself to, be in to tune do it. To That's your all. What energy? Mm-hmm. Just train yourself to do it. All of us have these capabilities. There are just some of us who are more interested yeah. in fine tuning them than others. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. So, like, like, like when you you have a pa- patient, right? Client. Yeah. I call client. mine okay, client. client. Yeah, mm-hmm. client. They come and they tell you what's wrong with them. That's right. Yeah. Uh, w- what then? What's the next step that you take usually? Well, the next step that I take, um, yeah. but I do listen to them because out of the mouth becomes uh, comes everything that yeah. they know. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah. they will tell you exactly what's going on if you if you're able to hear. Uh, what people are saying. Uh, For me, the next step, I use this piece of equipment um, that reads the acupuncture meridians, and it's a a science called electroacupuncture according to Vol, E-A-V. Vol, uh, Reinhold Vol was a physician quantum physicist over in Germany in 1950 who created this equipment. A lot of different offices of a lot of different providers use this equipment over in uh, England and over in uh, Germany. Um, they have universal health care, though, so the impetus there is to keep people healthy. Right. Our impetus is to kind of just maintain us once we get sick. So it's a really different flip of the coin there. So this guy uh, created this equipment. I've been using it for a little over 20 years now. And what it's able to do is literally read the movement of the energy in the oh. body. So I can hold your hand, basically, use this blunt probe and go to a certain point in your palm, and I can see the movement of the energy in that cell or in that organ or whatever, and I'll know about what's going on there. I was about to give you my my hand. Yeah, how about (laughs) it? Right, exactly. See, I can read it somewhat, but I would read it like Chinese read your palm. Um, But otherwise, no, uh, this piece of equipment is extremely helpful in seeing what's going on. And mm-hmm. what does it do for you? Well, it pinpoints the problems yes, in your body, you know, with whatever information mm-hmm. we give her mm-hmm. as to what operations we had, what we had right. removed from our body. Mm-hmm. So she would pinpoint right in that area, and it'll tell you if you have a blockage mm-hmm. or oh. if there's something wrong in that area. So basically, I'm going to give you symptoms of what I'm feeling or yes. experiencing. And that tells us a lot what you're feeling, um, where you're feeling it, how often you feel it, if you feel it at night, if you feel it in the morning, if you feel it only when you're with Sally, you know. Uh, that, so it gives you a lot of it. Your, your conversation and your understanding of your body and your being gives us a lot of initial information that we work with. And they're, they're also, unfortunately, my, my uh, medical doctor colleagues these days are only able to spend about five minutes with you. Um, there's another area where we differ. I literally sit with some people literally for hours yeah, and just hours listen too. and investigate their bodies to see what's going on. And after I do that, then I create a natural protocol for them composed of vitamins, minerals, herbs, and supplements. And then we run those things through their body at whatever dose their body tells us it yeah. wants. That's another thing this does is it quantifies exactly how much of this particular thing your body wants. Then we have you run this through, and then you come back, and then we look to see what kind of progress have you made. And then we make adjustments and then move you through the next group of supplements that then fixes this, that, and that in addition. So we keep building on to your well-being, building on to your to your health and, and uh, uh, vitality as we go. And then we can see the changes on the screen with this equipment. And eventually you're cured, mm-hmm. <laughs> not just maintained. That's right. Eventually, you're feeling way different. And it doesn't take that long for you to begin to feel different. Like, what do you say? What's the time frame? Well, you know, in the healing arts, what we look at, the the standard way of looking at it is for every year 
that you have had one particular diagnosis or one particular malady, it takes at least two months in the healing arts to flip that around. Yeah, yeah, so if you've had so, something yeah. for seven years, we're looking at 14 months, basically, to be able to turn yeah. all that around. It usually happens within that time, but it's totally dependent upon uh, the person mm -hmm. and how, you know, how consistent they are with the program. Some people say, oh, I'm not into it today. Oh, I, I missed it last week or whatever. It's going to take them a little longer. Will we still be able to accomplish no. what we're looking to do? Yes. But is it going to throw the timeline off a little bit? Yes. But it's okay because it's all about the way we live and what we do, what we eat, how we do it. And we watch all of that as well. So people will say to me, do I need to not eat this? Or do I need to not have a glass of wine the night before I come to see you? My thing is no. Live your life. Do what you do. Eat what you eat. And then what we'll do when you come in here is we'll take a look and see what your body is having to say okay. about all that. Right. And then we'll look at what needs to be adjusted and what seems to be working for you. So Sally, this is something that you've experienced. Well, I'm the first one. Mm -hmm. I'm the first one. Yes. Yeah. She was my initial client here yeah. in Kohala. It's not in July. Hmm? In July, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen it with Sally Conisher. She's, uh, I've known Sally for, Ever. I would say, what, 50 years? <laughs> A drop in time, well, 50 years, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> or for those, old, you know, for those uh, academics out there, that's half a century. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Date yourself. Nobody has gray right here in this room. Right. Young yet, you young. We're sitting here with Gloria Jackson and uh, and her friends, uh, Hule and, and Sally. We're going to take a short station break, and we'll be right back. We're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM, Kohala. Okay, we're we're back here live again, and we're with uh, Gloria Jackson, Kule Perez, and Sally uh, Kanashiro of Halava, and uh, we've been talking about. Uh, could you? I don't know. It's, I would say naturopathic. Yes. No. I'm actually a, a medical doctor. You're, you're yeah. also. Yes. No, you're a medical doctor. Yes. But not. What about naturopathic doctor? Uh, I, NDs are a completely different arena. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a naturopathic right. doctor. ND. Okay. But I'm an MD. You're an MD. Medical okay. doctor. All right. All right. Okay. That's great. Okay. And uh, we were talking about Sally. That uh, how do you feel? Uh, she doesn't have a mic, but how do you feel, Sally? Like you've been. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed. I have century ago. You didn't look as good as you do now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Right. <laughs> You, you never have I know Sally, I know the father, I know the mother, I know the brother, I know the kids. You know, we go way back, way back. Our kids went to preschool and all that stuff together. And yeah, so, yeah, very, very interesting. Very good. Sometimes, well, I want to say sometimes, like I'll take myself an example, yeah, like aches and pains and whatnot. And uh, I've been to the doctor and they go, well, you may have a bone spur. We may have this or that. I don't think so, mm -hmm. but you know, whatever. And I just get to the point where, well, I'll just, I'll just uh, tough it out. And it's still fun because every mm -hmm. day there's pain, mm -hmm. and every day, you know, it's, it's not fun, you know, at all. It's uh, going to sleep, I sleep, and my back hurts. I get up, mm -hmm. my back, you know, it's mm -hmm. all that kind of Bummer. stuff. 
And uh, I don't know, I'm sure there's other people out there just go, well, it is what it is. And I'm old, and so, you know, no sense. I mean, what? It's like I have this old car. Ah, what's the sense of fixing it up? It, it, it still goes. It takes me where I want to go, mm-hmm. you know, and good enough. You know, and, th- and sometimes that's how I feel, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, good enough. You but know, I, I get to go from A to B. Right. And from B back to A. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't think that, yeah, maybe. If you get stuck on the road, oh. you might not make it as quickly That's to true. A to B. I never That's right. That. Yeah, I never, that old I never thought about getting stuck on the road. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what, what, what's your thoughts about that? Uh, you, know? you know, many times uh, we always hear that as we get older. You know, basically the suggestion is, is that we're going to fall apart and, you know, walk down the street and our leg will fall off or whatever. Beca- <laughs> and it'll be explained, oh, you're getting older. Well, I don't actually buy off on a lot of that. I think that the symptoms that that we have in our bodies as we age are many times pointing to things that we would want to take a closer look at. Many times it's deficiencies, or it could be accumulations of chemicals and heavy metals into certain areas, or you know some kind of inflammatory change that got in there because you keep eating things that have some bizarre chemical in it. And you have no idea that it's having this prolonged effect. But that is one of the things, mm-hmm. by the way, that the chemicals that we eat will go into the nervous tissue, the brain, and the joint space. Mm. So many times when we feel achy breakies in our body, those achy breakies are going along with other things. If we also notice where there's an upper eyelid uh, muscle fasciculation, otherwise known as twitch, upper eyelid twitch, that is letting you see it because you literally look in the mirror and you see it or you feel it. It's letting you see it and it's letting you know that you need to look a little further into the accumulation of heavy metals and chemicals in your body. And that really is what's behind it. Also, a lot of people that grind and clench. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's also, me, you know, they me. have that TMJ thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we what is that? What is that? We need to look at your chemical and heavy metal load. Yeah, I, yeah. I grind my teeth. They had to oh, get yeah. one of those things. That yeah, I, those guards. Yeah, but I don't you. get it. Yeah. I just figure, well, you know, my teeth's falling out anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, they're <laughs> falling out for a reason, you know, and it's probably nutritional. You know, or it's you could have be. some inflammatory change in there. Or we could just have you change the, um, the toothpaste or the mouthwash that you're using. Maybe it has too many chemicals in it. Maybe I should use you toothpaste and mouthwash. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good idea. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll need to look at the bug population in your mouth and determine what we need to do about that. You know. Interesting. This is really, really, really interesting. Uh, talking to you gives me hope. I'm happy. You know? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, really? Did you mention about the enzymes that when we come our age? Yes. Um, actually, there are certain things that are produced in our body um, when we're younger that the production rate falls off. It does slow down as we get older. But that, to me, only means that we need to know what's slowing down and then supplement it. Here's where supplements come uh-huh. in. And people get the wrong idea about supplement. All you really have to do is look at the term supplement. It's not every day, nor is it called for the rest of your life. It's called supplement, which means it's going to be there for a period of time until it supplements and improves the further functioning and total vitality of that organ or system. And so we take the things that are appropriate to be able to do that. And so, no, it's not a forever thing. Um, But, you know, the body tells us what it needs. All we have to do is understand what it's communicating to us. But these supplements are, what, they're they're natural? They're natural, yeah, vitamins, minerals, herbs, primarily. 
Amazing. Mm-hmm. And amazing. the enzyme is, as, as Gail had just asked, the enzyme is one of those areas where our body falls off on the production as we age. Mm. So that is behind sometimes our weight gain, uh, sometimes um, different things that we may experience in our bodies, um, lipomas, that little fat thing that, that they cut off your neck. Those kinds of things are many times a result of the body's inability. What's that? What's that? The li- it's called a lipoma, and it's a, like a little lump that comes oh, up. Oh, it's oh. like a little squishy lump yeah, 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 that yeah. comes on the body, and sometimes uh, the docs will want to cut it out. Other times they'll just watch it and make sure it's not going to grow or change features or whatever. But that many times is an indication of your body's inability to handle fat. And many of our bodies are not able to handle it. There's a very specific enzyme that we need that is one of the first ones to drop out. And thereby, you see a lot of people unable to handle those fats. Their gall- and they've had their gallbladders taken out. So now that's going to make them even less able to handle fat breakdown and fat metabolism. And eventually, they'll start gaining weight. And you know they'll put plaque in their vessels. And their blood pressure will go up. And all these kinds of things. It's like a domino effect just from not having enough enzyme uh, in your body. Listening to you, I feel somewhat exposed. I mean, you're (laughs) (laughs) you're, 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 you're detailing my physical condition. Oh, okay. You're talking about, you know, dealing with fats and whatnot. I go, yeah, I got that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's happening to me. Yeah, no. It happens to a lot of people, but you know what? Fat is the result of, all you have to do is, is look at, is the body able to chomp on that and use it as a source of fuel, or does it just try and leave it over there? And sometimes when people go through these diets, what they don't realize is that if you starve your body, the body knows. So is it going to let go of any fat cell? No. No. Oh. Hold on to it. Because you're going to starve it. That's right. It's storage. (coughs) It needs that food later. I might need that pork chop later, so I'm not going to put it away. Wow, that makes sense. (laughs) We're going to have a meeting. (laughs) I have a meeting with my buddy. All right, guys, look. Don't worry. There's food, you know. But uh, I had gained a lot of weight because I like to drink soda. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) And so my son's 365 days Per year. Holy moly. It, it, stop drinking soda. Well, I stopped. And I weighed myself, and uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I weighed in at 250, nope. which is too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I was shocked. I shocked myself. What? What happened? You know, you had to blame it on the virus. Sort of. You know, you yeah, can't right. go nowhere. <laughs> blame it on COVID. You know, just stay home, watch Netflix, and eat. <laughs> sort of happened. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I weighed myself 250, and I stopped drinking soda. And one week later, I weighed myself, and I was, uh, no, no, it was like four days later. And I weighed 246. Mm. And I went, wow, stopping drinking soda works. Mm-hmm. Came back to Kohala and uh, went back to Hilos, where our grandsons are. Weighed myself, and I was 253. <laughs> so I didn't drink any soda, <laughs> you know. But there's other things that I was doing mm-hmm. to make up for that, I, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, it is my opinion that the body does not have sugar craving. It's not a natural thing for us. But instead, the things that live within, like all the bugs and all the pathogens that live within, signal and program our mind to eat their food, and their food is sugar. Yeah. 
Oh my God. So as guess what? As we clean up the excessive growth of a lot of microbial yeah. presence in our bodies, many times, more often than not, 99.9% of the time, that food craving will dissipate. It'll disappear, and you won't be aware of it at all. But those sodas are not good things. Oh, you know, no, they're, 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 It's like sugar water, you know. Yeah. Might as well yeah. just. It was very addictive. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's what it's intended to be. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Right. You have to look at that because right. if you really yeah. like the flavor, what are you going to do? Buy some more. <laughs> and that's what uh, that's what capitalism <laughs> oh, is about. about Keep commerce. you coming back to that trough. I started off with a can. So yeah, went to twelve ounces. And I figured, you know, it's cheaper to buy it bigger. Right, know, the big right. size. Right. Why buy the small can? Right. The big size. Right. Money. Of course. Saving money, yeah. <laughs> right. And guess what? I mean, now you're creating diabetes in your body oh, too because yeah. you're putting all this yeah. sugar in there, That's and right. the pancreas can't handle it. So now you're going to need to stick something in your body, or you know, go chase your blood sugar. They had a diabetes uh, study here in Kohala, mm-hmm. and the you know the data that they came out with not only in Kohala. But for Hawaiians, Hawaiians was yeah. three out of five uh, have diabetes mm-hmm. or contract diabetes. Uh-huh. I, can I, it. I it can believe it. I can believe it. I can believe it. Our diet, you know, and changed. and you know, if we look at that, I mean, that this is one of the things that I really like to do um, is look at what the diet actually is. Um, and how to manage it. If it's something that, that is traditional, um, something that, that uh, your ancestors have eaten as well as you, um, then one of the reasons that your body is not effectively handling it, we have to look at toxic load. Right. See, um, this also, I know the area is a, a sugar, it was a big sugar plantation. Yeah. Uh-huh. So thereby all the chemicals that they use to mm-hmm. refine that and, and to manufacture it and all that still is here. Yes. Uh, and thereby almost anything that comes out of that ground, depending upon where it is, is going to be somewhat tainted by the junk that's still in that soil. So we have to consider that. And guess what? If we're putting a seed down there, some of that junk is going to be incorporated in the thing as it grows. And even if it's, you know, seen as an organic product, we don't know what soil we put it in. So unless they're really uh, looking all the way down and all the way around that farming process, which many are now, uh, then we can negate some of the accumulated toxic So even load. that is a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. To That's exactly. We look at everything, yeah, yeah, you wow. know, because we know it matters. We look at food. If it's going in your mouth and if you're breathing it or you're drinking it, we're going to look at it. And love matters too, you know, because love gives us energy. And a lot of us live in fear. Guess what? That diminishes mm-hmm. our immune system response well, in addition to other things. What uh, that people are mostly fearful of? COVID-19. Really? Mm. A lot of folks are scared to death of it. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess oh, yeah. so. I, scared I, I to don't death know. of it. Are you? You are. No. Mm-mm. No. There I don't know. I don't go nowhere, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like it, 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 here in Kohala, we live in a cocoon. It's sorta. true. Oh. It is. You know. However, we also attract many, many people. Many visitors. That's true. That's and true. And many visitors from mainland, and that's where yeah. that bug but is I, rampant. I but I don't have any contact with them. That's good. You know, I don't... Like I, in I the stores, you don't go out to the stores, you don't go to the filling station, you don't go to the, you know, you don't do those kinds of things. I do. Uh-huh. But so you then know, you're I, around some I, folks I mask then. up. And, Got uh, it. Well, then you're good. I, you know, do the stuff with the hands. So. I think yeah, you're good. I, 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 I'm but hand the sanitizer, science, all of that. The science of that is not 100%. So no. You know, no. No, it's not. It's your immune system that needs oh, to be that's strong. Right. You got it. Good point. I want to ask you, Dr. Uh, Jackson. Uh, what about the vaccines? You know, like 
all the vaccines. Oh, you're talking, now we're going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, and this is Dr. Jackson's uh, opinion about Yeah, yeah, this. yeah, of course. It takes, on the average, four to nine years to create a vaccine, to study all the conditions around it, to make sure that it's going to be effective on the population across, across the board. This one, these vaccines were made in less than a year. So what does that tell you about the viability of mm. them and the potential harm that they could even they could even cause? Now, again, this is my opinion. Um, there are a lot of docs out there that stand right behind it and say it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I am not one of those docs. Um, I think that anything that is rushed to the market, mm -hmm. I would raise an eyebrow at. And I happen to know that some of the data that's actually coming back from people getting this vaccine is not being reported. Right. Thereby, you know, I have big questions about it, and I would not encourage people to do it. As Gail said, I would instead encourage them to enhance their immune system response. Right. You know, just make sure that your body is strong and make sure that it can refuse and make sure all the doors are closed. Have your mask on when you're out. Wash your hands because yeah. you don't know who sneezed That's before right. you got there. Just take your normal precautions, precautions. but don't be freaked out. If you're freaked yeah. out, again, that's going to reduce your immune system response. The stress. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Gil Byrne, uh, you know, that's when I uh, – she, she posts things on Facebook, and she's saying she was always an advocate for build your immune system. Yeah. You know, build your immune system. Yeah. That's uh, possibly the best way to – not just the virus, but mm -hmm. everything else. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's built in. We've got a built-in defense system. We do, yeah. Why wouldn't we use it? The human body is amazing. Mm -hmm. The creator created it. Yeah, Thereby, it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It can I do all kinds of stuff on its own. I was a uh, lifeguard, mm -hmm. uh, senior lifeguard at the Kuala Pool. And so we, we spent a lot of time in learning our rescue techniques and with first aid and CPR and all that stuff. And uh, very... You know, we just touched a little bit upon, because we do CPR and we use the AED mm -hmm. of how the heart operates. Mm -hmm. And it just blew my mind. Phenomenal. It just, and it was just, just touching the surface of it. Oh, yeah. And I was just amazed. Absolutely. At this thing called the heart. Absolutely. Yeah. All of it. And so why yeah. would we want to go in there and, and uh, encourage people to get stuff cut out? You know, my thing is the creator made this fabulous uh, creation. And instead, we hear, oh, you don't need that organ. Take that out. Oh, that's not doing anything. Yeah. Take that out. It's doing something. Otherwise, yeah, it wouldn't be in there. there. I mean, the right, head? exactly. It's part of the original design. You so. don't need a spare tire. <laughs> Thank you. We might want to hold that. Not if all four of your tires are still working. Yeah, uh, you, you know, if Why you're worry? doing that car from A to B in the old yeah, car, yeah, right. you might need yeah. a spare tire. That's right. But in the meantime, you know, we've got what it takes to do what we need to do with this fabulous creation that we wear. It's my opinion that we're souls in a body, so we just wear this around for the time that we're here, and then we drop it at the end of that time, and we go on. <laughs> yeah. That's, it makes it so comforting. I'm going to drop this off. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, when I was a child, yeah, that when somebody got sick, you know, the parents didn't tell you stay away from them. You know, you actually built 
your you know, immune your system, immune system mm-hmm. with that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, so good, so and so got tricky puck. Okay, can I bring my kids yeah, over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So they they knew they know, about right. the immune that's system, right. mm-hmm. they and did. they played in the dirt. We played in you that's know, right, and that's kind of all strengthened our mm-hmm. immune system. Today, it's like wash your hands. Yeah, you right. Know, don't touch this. Don't right. do that. You know, it's like wow, you you're ca- they're kind of doing worse. Yeah, with the, the pendulum swing. Yeah, yeah. Way so it's like scale. we gotta really rethink. What are know? some of the things that people can do right now to boost their immune system? Say for our listeners out there. There are various uh, kinds of recommendations made, and you know, bottom line is we're in the age of the internet, so we can always just Google immune system boosters. Um, there are a variety that's of things right. that are yeah, being encouraged. Right. You know, anything from zinc, vitamin C, mm-hmm. uh, B complex. Um, uh, what I actually use is uh, uh, medicinal mushrooms, uh, combination extracts of medicinal medicinal mushrooms. One of the things we need to do is keep our bodies hydrated, which most people don't mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and that I get will, a lot of that. That will absolutely, you know, d- drinking that soda versus drinking straight water. Yeah, and yeah. this opens up a whole nother subject oh because boy. not all water is equal. Yeah. People think it is. My thing is, and you know, Messily may want to come and and get me. But any time, in my opinion, you pick up a bottle of water and you look at the label and you see Nestle's Corporation, uh, put it back uh, down yeah. and go get something else. Uh, that's my opinion. Um, um, Nestle's has a little bit of a reputation in not really looking out for our well-being. Instead, looking out for that dollar bill mm. and using things that are uh, less than optimal and having us buy them. So, yeah, we need to look at the water. Not all water is equal. Uh, many times when people come to see me, that's one of the first things I look at is, what kind of water are you drinking? And I ask people to bring me a sample of that water because I want to look at it. More often than not, there's stuff in that water, whether it's microbial how you, stuff. How, how do you, you analyze know, it? Have, that, I literally yeah. use the same scanner yeah. oh. that I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can put it on there, and it will read that water in relationship to the energy of the person that we're sitting there looking at. And if it goes red on my screen, that means that that water is stressing them out and that it's not working. If it goes green, that means that water is happy to go into their body and do what it needs to do. And that's bump out those tissues and hydrate that person. So we can move those vitamins around that body. A lot of the water, there's no minerals in it, too. It's stripped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all being uh, mechanicalized, filtered. Right. Yeah. And so people think, oh, reverse osmosis, I've got that happening. I don't or, know, you know Charcoal is. filters or yeah. all these other things. Yeah. Sometimes I, you know, rarely see uh, water through those various filters that will actually work in the person's body. Um, more often than not, I see waters that aren't working in the people's bodies, but they think they're doing good because it's reverse osmosis or whatever. It takes a little more than that. What I've seen, the best waters that I've seen are naturally occurring water, spring water spring water mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't have you know uh, bugs in it we need to take the bugs out you mean natural flowing springs right natural flowing Not something springs. that comes in and bothers us that spring says spring water. no that they they, yeah. put a, they put a mechanical spring in it and ran it past there and now it's filtered by the spring no yeah. literally a piece of metal that they put in there no um, I'm talking literally naturally occurring spring water. They actually have companies that they get them the natural spring water. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. You just got to know which the oh, right which one. Oh, which one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are various ways that you can tell 
we can use this wonderful instrument of a body of ours to tell before we actually pay money for it and drink it and it doesn't do any good. How do people know if they're dehydrated or not? If you drink a glass of water and within the next uh, 20 to 30 minutes you're urinating it out, you're not hydrated. Well, I was going to say something, but I don't know if I want to expose myself that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to you. <laughs> but they... <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> okay, got it. Right. Oh, there we go. I'm My friend. For, yeah, there you go. I'm asking for a friend. I understand. But uh, constant urination is that's a sign of what diabetes. It could be. It could be. Yes, indeed. Uh, that is one of the things we see. But I always say to people before we jump down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. Hydrate. Hydrate, 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 Just hydrate. Drink water. Drink yeah. water. And sometimes you actually need minerals because if you're doing all that urinating, believe me, you're urinating out most of the minerals that are in your body. Oh, really? We have these things called electrolytes yeah. uh, in our body, and we need to have those there in order to hold that water in the body. Otherwise, it'll just you'll be creating expensive urine, which is what I like to say. Yeah. Putting all these supplements and things we're, we're in and peeing them out. We're talking about purchasing water that the, in the stores and all yes. that stuff. What about the water just from our tap? Unfortunately, many times the water in our taps have been manipulated um, and stuff has been put in them. Uh, we used to put chlorine in the water yeah. uh, to be able to get some of the bugs out and Very this and dangerous. that. But now, you know, they've switched over and a lot of different water systems are actually putting bleach, bleach. in the place of that chlorine. Uh-huh, diluted bleach. So sometimes when you cut that faucet on, maybe not so much here, but over on mainland, different states, you turn uh, that faucet on, the first scent you get is bleach. You know, so you know they're using bleach in the water. So that, we don't know the chemical setup in that water, nor do we know the shape of the pipes that it's coming through. That's right. And if it's coming through old lead pipes or something yeah, like that, guess yeah. what? We're swallowing that lead too, yeah. along with that water. So people many times will ask me, well, how do I get polluted? How do I get these toxins? There are all kinds of ways for us to get those in. Even when you breathe. That's right. With them spraying the skies. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's of, exactly right. Toxic uh, oh, metals. Oh, chemtrails. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's little metals. We suck that up. That's right. Arsenic, yeah. mercury, lead, chemtrail. You don't notice the trees, how sick they look from when I first came here in the 70s. The trees don't look healthy like before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. They don't look no, healthy anymore. I've never anymore. noticed. Mm. Oh, I noticed mm-hmm. right away. We went out, up to the um, Mauna side. Yeah. Um, Umi side. Yeah. The trail. Yeah. I was looking and said, what's wrong with the trees? They're not, they don't look well. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? If the trees don't look well, think of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been here longer than we have, well, many of them. You know, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know just to look at them. Yeah. I don't know what to look for. Mm. Women yeah. are very observant. We are. You, yeah, hadn't, you hadn't noticed that? <laughs> oh, no, I noticed that. No. Yeah. 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 We're watching you from the moment you come in the door. It's yeah, true. I know. <laughs> I've been married for almost half a century. Good for you. Congratulations. No, not really. My son is 40-something. <laughs> Don't put yeah, it well, that way. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. That's great. You know, uh, my wife is very observant. Yes, yes. Very, very observant. Yes. I'm sure she's very been absorbing, absorbing She knows you. if I didn't squeegee the shower. I mean, that's, you know. She knows. She knows. Good for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. You <laughs> <She> go. <knows. laughs> did you squeegee the shower? Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? I know. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> no, but, hey, it's been great talking yeah. to you. Uh, 
Dr. Jackson. It's been my hey, pleasure. I, I know I, I have friends, you know, and they tell me, Jeff, I said, why don't you guys call and, you know, make like this is a really important show. And uh, they tell me, Jeff, I don't want to call because I may miss something. Yeah, they want to listen. They That's don't wonderful. Call. Yeah. I was wondering if I could get a phone number. Yes. That if anyone has any questions, they could follow up and call you directly. That's a deal. I still have a Bay Area phone number. Okay. I'll change it. 415-420-6551. And that's to me direct. Okay, that's uh, Gloria, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Jackson. Dr. Gloria Jackson. Yes. 415-720-6551. You've got it. You say the Bay Area. Yes, I was in the Bay Area for most of my adult life. Oh, where? Um, San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. Up over, yeah, over in Marin. I've lived all over the Bay Area. Oh, Everything I, I from, was down in the know, peninsula. Down in the peninsula, yeah. all the way over into Santa Cruz. Oh, Santa up, Cruz. We're know, surfing up, there. Up over in um, uh, Marin. So you be where the blues are. Ah, that's oh, right, yeah. I do. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I went to the College of San Mateo. Oh, yeah. I'm I familiar. attended. I know exactly yeah. where that is. Yeah. I've got a community yeah. college teacher certificate. That's oh, all yeah. I know. Oh, uh-huh. I, yeah. I, I should have paid attention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we would go to Santa Cruz to go surfing. Right. It's my Howley friends that say, oh, we're Hawaiians. Do we surf? Oh, yeah, we could surf. <laughs> and so they go, oh, come with us. You know, they would show us off, right? That's we, right. So we go down to Santa Cruz, and they go, this is my Hawaiian friends. That's right. But anyway, time's up. Yeah. And Great. it's been a, a, a filled one hour. Yes. A very interesting uh, conversation I'm here. happy. I want to thank all of you, especially Dr. Jackson. Thank you. And uh, Sally Kaneshiro and Kule. You're welcome. For, uh, you know, suggesting that we, we bring you on. Great. Yeah, I, I hope you can come back again. Huh? Sure. I think we Invite just kind of just touched the surface here. Yeah, absolutely. But thanks a lot uh, for listening in, people. And Ahoy ho. Ahoy ho. We'll see you uh, next Thursday. This This is Aloha Country on KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. Ekolupua vili ya mete alohai Nunapua na lei na mamula Eho ike alohai kekula hivi Kaina kama kaniyolu okohala Kuikala yopili mekala ikiola Ekolupua vili ya mete alohai Nunapua na lei na mamula Mama likes to listen to the grand old gospel time Daddy is a cowboy drinking beer and wine Mama's in the kitchen Yeah.